Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. Nice slant route. This is a business decision. You know you're going to take a lump. And former linebacker Sean Barber. There's a thing called street justice. You take care of yours. Yeah. You take care of your family, take care of your chicken, take care of your money. <laughs> On your official broadcast partner, the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Good evening, everybody, and we are back. Players Only back in the building. Hope everyone had a blessed and Merry Christmas, and we will tackle the New Year's, upcoming New Year's. But we are back for another week after an eighth straight week of a win for the Chiefs. I am Danon Hughes. To my left in this booth is Sean Barber, a.k.a. Barbershop. Good to be here, brother. Hey, man, do the read, man. What you doing, man? Talk about our producers, people that paying for this. We got bills to pay, man. Let's go. So we're going to start off on that note. I can't even get to the reads. I was just saying hello, trying to greet you in a nice way. Man, I've been and here. I'm on, I've I, been here. I've be, been here already since Before I even get to it, our friends at U.S. Bank, each and every week, our friends at U.S. Bank, our show is brought to you. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. Is that okay for you now? Now we talking. Hey, man, this is Barbershop. I'd like to introduce y'all to the new players only. What do I do? It's a new year. It's a new what vibe. This is it how ain't we a new doing. year yet. Hey, man, hush up. This is how we doing it, man. <laughs> hey, we're going to take over this way. We're going to start off with this text line, man. Somebody from the 913 hit me with the, hey, Barbershop, I learned more about football in one hour of listening to, I don't know who name you thought that was, <laughs> Sion Barbara. It's Sean Barber. Talk to text. Then I learned all week on 610 Sports Radio, man. That's, that, you know what? That love right there, I can feel the love through the screen. I know that phone number. That's your son, Noah. Oh, there you go. That's your son, Noah. <laughs> Maybe it is. Let me check it out. <laughs> no, that ain't him. That ain't him, but it could be. Because we do. We speaking knowledge. You drop knowledge here on the radio. I was just getting off with Bink, man. We talked about the Cowboys. We talked about the Bengals. Man, we talked it up. But they, now Did y'all talk about only. the Chiefs at all? Don't, that's what players only going to do, man. We're going to do, hey, man, first quarter, you know, we're going to definitely recap what we did against those Steelers, right? That that black and yellow came in here and we sent them home the right way, sent them, sent them back to Pittsburgh the right way with an L. And then second, right, second quarter, we're going to recap what's going on in the league, talk about some things a little bit different, chop it up the way we would in the locker room. Third quarter, as you know, the time is yours. Andy Reid, we talk about the text line, we take calls. And in fourth quarter, prepare for this upcoming game against the Bengals, the Bengals. I don't know if I like this new this new format. The new format? Julio, 
Julio, I mean, are you feeling this new format? It was not approved. It was not approved. But that's what players only do. We don't we don't get nothing approved. When you're in the locker room, you don't wait for the coach to give you permission to be able to tell somebody. Like, hey, at the end of the day, if I got something I got to say, you about to feel it. You, you about to, I'm about to go speak to you directly. I'm coming over to your locker. I'm letting you know I disagree. All that stuff you've been chopping it up and hearing, all that stuff coming out your mouth, I don't agree with it. Text line right now talking about Josh going, going off this Sunday. That's what I'm talking about, positivity, feeling positive vibes from the text line. See how responsive I am to the text line? As see, this is come up. See, this is this is why you just can't give everybody anything. This is that was my gift to him, Julio, for Christmas. Four minutes on the open of the show, and that's how you handle it. Yeah, loving it. <laughs> so give me an inch, I take a mile. That's what we do. Well, as Barbershop alluded to, the Jay Southland Toe Service text line is open 913-576-7610. How come you didn't get to that part? You just said text and call. You don't even give people the number. What are they going? Our fan base. This ain't like a five or five 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 number on a on a movie. We got we got we got faithful fan base. They didn't heard that they know about the uh, the the text line. (laughs) You was was trying to read the Jay Sutherland text line. It's 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 all the way across the whole room. I can't read what that thing says. Whatever it is, text line know about it. Phone number ain't changed. Man, we are with this. What is week right, the phone number and the text line is open 913-576-7610. This is week 17, man. Jay's Southland Toast Service text line, Barbershop. Where's, Sheesh. Where's, where's, where's uh, Chief John at when you need him? Where's Big Dan with all the energy when you need him? I know the I know who the faithful guys that call in. Where y'all at, man? Yeah, we need to hear. We need to hear from the, the Chiefs fans amidst this eight-game winning streak. All started against the feeble Giants, my home state, New York slash New Jersey Giants, and here we are now. When everybody counted us out at two and three and three and four, Patrick Mahomes was broken. Uh, this offense was broken. Everybody figured us out. The defense was terrible, and where we are now, light years ahead of where people thought we would be. Eight game winning streak. In the NFL, this year, Patrick Mahomes, AFC Player of the Month offensively. I mean, what more could you ask for in the Chiefs' kingdom? We, we've been spoiled. You've heard me say that for many, many moons. We've been spoiled by greatness, and sometimes we, we don't recognize that there are just lulls that happen. Greatness doesn't just continue to be great each and every week. And we weathered the storm. And now, just as we are supposed to be hitting our stride, we're hitting our stride. And I want to hear from the Chiefs fans out there that listen to players only each and every week. Call in. Tell us about how satisfied you are. Tell us about maybe how concerned you are. Um, Just all your feelings amidst this run because this this is something to definitely be cherished in what we're doing now and what we're accomplishing and what we accomplished last week against a dangerous Steelers team. Very dangerous Steelers team, and from the onset, we took control of the game. And that's kind of one of the themes that I think, Barbershop, if you said, if you said, Dana, what's your main takeaways during this winning streak about this Chiefs team? I would say in just about every game, we set the tempo of the game. Mm-hmm. It, made, it, took, it took us a little bit against the Chargers, but – as the game unfolded, especially in crunch time, we put our foot on the gas pedal when other teams are riding the brake. 
And I think that's kind of the MO of what we saw in 2018, 2019, 2020, in those amazing runs. Uh, I saw a stat today. I talked about it on KSHB uh, with our segments each and every week I do with Mick Schaefer. Um, Patrick Mahomes, November, December, and January, 26-1 and one over the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. And that's they just niced up. <laughs> they just niced up the that stat. But in essence, he's 26 and 3 in November, December, January, and February yeah. over these last three years. I mean, and that's still great. Uh, so at the time when you're supposed to be putting your foot on the gas pedal, at the time when you're supposed to be hitting all uh hitting all your strides and 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 doing the right things, all three phases of the game plus coaching, this Chiefs team has done that and is doing that. And my takeaway from the Steelers, it was a team we were supposed to beat. It was on our home turf. It was at a time when we needed to get a win to distance ourselves from others or at least give ourselves a little bit of cushion, and we got the job done in decisive fashion. Yeah, the way we took over that game uh, early and often, um, obviously putting a lot of pressure on on the Pittsburgh Steelers to make plays, going for it on fourth down, um, and and giving us short fields, it it made that game um, a a decisive uh, win way earlier than I had thought. I thought I thought that you know it'd be a close game going in the half. We up by seven, maybe ten. Then somewhere in the third quarter, uh, our talent and, and you know would take over and you know make it you know three possession game. Maybe win you know twenty seven to seven or something like that, or something like that. But um, again, I think the one thing we've seen in this league is that. You know, every time I'm watching games, I'm seeing all these coaches going for it on fourth down. I'm seeing guys uh, negating and not even making field goals attempts because they they're saying that they're looking across the the uh, the sideline and, and they see a quarterback that's gonna it's gonna be a high scoring game. And I'm thinking to myself, it's the first quarter, no one has scored, or let's say it's three to zero. Like, how are you not putting points on the board so early in the game when you get down into uh, field goal range and it's fourth and a couple inches, all through that win streak, multiple teams chose to uh, not even attempt the field goal because in their mind they had already made up their their mind that Pat Mahomes-led offense is going to put up 30-some points against them. Sound familiar? That's like deja vu, 2018, 2019, 2020. If you're making coaching decisions, I mean, you're battling ghosts. You're battling something that ain't happened yet. You 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 are pre-calling. You you know you're making coaching decisions that's going to affect the scoreboard before it even happens. Instead of just living in the moment, I think that's what one thing that Andy Reid has done time and time again is, even even sometimes when the, the fans don't like it and the players might not like it, man. When he's when he's in field goal range and he sees those points on the board, he values those possessions. He values those points. Uh, he knows that you know that 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 score can add up quick as long as each possession. And we, we've seen some of the pundits and people talk about how effectively and uh, our, our offense, um, as far as per, per possession, I think it's 2.8 points per possession. And, and if you take that up into a ball game, you know, every every other possession of some week hitting field goals and touchdowns, it's hard to st- keep up with us. It's hard to keep up, and especially when you know how, man, how, how if you don't get it right and you make a mistake, we got the players to make you pay for it. Chargers know about it late in the game in overtime. Raiders know about it. Denver know about it. They, they feel it twice a year. Uh, but now we're feeling even outside our own uh, division, 
Pittsburgh Steelers know how it gets out of hand really quick when you start making bad coaching decisions. Well, it's amazing how things come full circle because if, you know, when we were on this show back in 2018, the the predominant theme, if you remember, Barbershop, was teams getting outside themselves when they played the Chiefs. Always. And you had teams going for it on fourth down. You had teams uh, trying to score as many points as possible. You had teams that had quarterbacks and, and rushing attacks that relegated their quarterbacks to dropping back 40 and 50 times because of number 15 across from them. And then you had a couple of teams that started to try to go away from it. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically we played against the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans at home, lost both games. And those were the only two teams that year during that run that actually stuck to a game plan, rushing the ball and keeping the time of possession and keeping the ball on the sideline and not trying to outscore, go blow for blow, throw for throw against Patrick Mahomes, and they were successful. Then you go into the next season, and and teams still trying to do it. John Harbaugh, I remember, trying to drop back and have Lamar Jackson throw the ball 40-plus times in the game because he felt like it was – it was extremely necessary to put touchdowns on the board and to outscore the Chiefs. And most teams, especially just as I mentioned in that stat with Patrick Mahomes in November, December, and January, most teams fail trying to go blow for blow, throw for throw with Patrick Mahomes. And yet where we stand now, especially with what I know you have recognized, the defense stepping it up, teams have no other option at this point. The Steelers had to drop Big Ben back all those times during the game in order for them to even have a chance. And, and they really still didn't even have a chance. He threw, They had 303 total yards in that game, and Big Ben was 28 of 43 in that game passing uh, for 173 yards. 43 times he had to drop back. Now, I'm sure Mike Tomlin – and the Steelers did not have that game plan. But when you put up the points that we did in the first half and they go in with, with the goose egg on the board and the Chiefs get the ball to come out the third quarter, you basically have to scrap your whole game plan. But it's amazing to me, as we come to the end of the first quarter, we got action on the phone line. Michael, Big Jack, Steven, definitely stay with us. I see a whole bunch of texts coming up. I think we're going to take – second quarter and third quarter Ooh. to tackle all these. So you're going to get a double dose of times yours. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Because we're on an eight-game win streak, and the Chiefs' kingdom got something to talk about. We're going to hear about it next. This is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. Back players only second quarter of the show. Sean Barber and I am Danon Hughes, and because it's Christmas, because it's the holidays, we are going to give a gift to our faithful listeners and callers each and every week. Brought to you by our friends at U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. Normally, we go each and every week, and we try to get all of the text messages and phone calls tackled in the third quarter because the third quarter is usually <coughs> time's yours. the time's yours segment but we're going to give an extra dose because we know we got some interested callers and text messengers out there so we're going to tackle 
for two straight segments, two straight quarters of the show. We're going to go to the phone lines and the text lines, and we'll start with Michael in Wichita. Michael. <laughs> Time, Jerry. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's going on, brother? Man, not much. I am, I am so happy that people continue to disrespect our defense. As a former basketball player, you guys are former football players, we know that is, that is food for that locker room. So when we come up this Sunday, this Sunday is a great example in time to let the world know that, yeah, Joe Burrow is a great quarterback, but we're about to shut them down 17 points or less, and we're going to let Pat do what he do and put that 30-point on him. Once we dominate this game, then I think the pundits will start to realize what type of special defense we have. Appreciate it, Michael. I, I take offense to one thing that Michael said. Thanks for the call, Michael. I, I take offense. He called us football players like we don't got no basketball game. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I ain't got no game. You ain't got no game? I got a hooping skills, Michael. No. You can't just box me into a, a football player. Like uh, I got basketball skills. I got baseball skills, Dennis, man. Dennis I play Rodman. a mean game of Scrabble. I my, do it all. That's what my basketball game. My basketball game was the worm. I was the Dennis Rodman. You was using every foul. Rebounding. You used every foul, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, man. I, just re, I was a rebounding beast, though. I just I, I watched the ball. I could track the ball. I could get myself positioned. I boxed out like crazy. Could you Scrappy. Could you catch the ball? Because I heard your hands are suspect. Uh, there we go. You was talking about on, on with Bink earlier about you being a high school receiver. And college. And college receiver. 28, 28.5 yards a catch. My, my senior year. That was that's practice? 28. No, in the games, bro. In the games. So Baby, check my rap sheet, punk. <laughs> <That was, laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I want to hear from the text line. Anybody ever heard of a receiver in high school and college with a 28.5 yard per catch have to switch the linebacker? I didn't have to. Switch. <laughs> that was, see, that's, there you go. Have, hey, I, just, I, I, just, I want the people to tell me. I had options, bro. I had options. That's why. Like we listen. The Cowboys got a defensive back who's in the running for defensive MVP. Diggs. He was a wide receiver at University of Maryland, right? Or University of Alabama. He's at Alabama. And, and Coach Saban said, "Hey, man, you might want to think about playing defense because if you look at who they had, they had a bunch of studs on on, on at wideout. And he was a good wideout, but he was a great defensive back." I went down the same path, man. That's, that's I, so you was, so so yeah. you Trayvon Diggs. I basically am. Okay. I just kept Next going. caller. I just kept going. I went from cornerback to safety to linebacker. Okay. <laughs> Ten years in the league later, Dana. Ten years in the league later. Big Jacks, help me out here. Uh, we need we need a break from this all this whatever he's spewing over there across the table with his liquid death mountain water. Yeah, buddy. Big Jacks, what's going on? Hey, man, no doubt. Hey, Barbershop, man, I get it, man. You was a cold football player. <laughs> but I will say this, that dude, Danon right there, he got game in all three sports, Soria. And he ain't he ain't fronting on that. So, you know, dude, dude's an athlete, no question about that. There but you I'll go. T- I'll tell you what, though, man, this defense, you, the, the caller before me was absolutely right, man. As long as people keep overlooking how good this defense really is, I mean, I love it because in all those early games, they didn't have Traverius, they didn't have Willie Gay Jr., Chris Jones missed time. Like, when they get their whole team on the field, I mean, them two linebackers are nasty, bro, nasty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you get in there and then you got uh, Traverius and Legarius, like, what? They sound like uh, characters from the uh, Key, Key and Peele skit. But <laughs> <laughs> the, the, cast, 
them cats can play some ball. You hear me? So, oh, yeah. Uh, they're, this defense, man, and now I think it's finally sunk in with Pat that he can relax, man. He don't got to feel the pressure to score. The other teams are feeling the pressure to score, but he really don't got to feel that pressure. And it's going to help him relax, man, and just go out there and play. Darrell Williams, uh, Kelsey, Tyreek, and you got a, a formula to win games. I think all the way through the Super Bowl. So, hey, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Love uh, players only. I'll holler at y'all later. Y'all have a good, uh, happy new year. You do the same, bro. Be safe. Be blessed. We appreciate the call and the support, man. Big Jacks. Thanks a lot. Barbershop. I mean, he needed you, you first. He, I mean, let's tackle. Yes. Let's tackle let's the first part. Let's talk about the way he lifted you up, right? What Put Dana on this pedestal. Dana is a multi-sport. He played a lot of sports. Time jerks. He does a lot of things great. I mean, yeah, jack of jack of multiple things. Master of none. Jack of all. Jack of all trades. Master of none. So we've we've heard that plenty of plenty. Hey, of, I ain't say it. Danny, Jim, Big Jack said I didn't let say me, nothing. Let me let me. I, just, let me I said I was straight. I was. I oppose I don't mind the first call hey, saying that we you, only were football you, players. No, I give you a credit. Why your voice Dana, go up like Mariah Carey? I'm gonna give you a credit. Why you why you you singing? Why you singing so, like Mariah so Carey for, now? For those that don't know, what are you coming, talking about? coming out of high school, Dana was drafted in the MLB. No, I wasn't. See, you, out of college. Oh my bad. Out of college, it don't matter. Okay, I just want to make sure you like. There's gonna be a you know the text line. They're gonna be like, he wasn't out of high school. He was at the University of Iowa. Man. I'm just trying to save you, man. I'm trying to help you. They've been picking on me. All help day. me, I help you. I don't mind. I don't mind. A little correction. Drafted out of high school. Drafted college. You got drafted by the MLB. You got right. Drafted out of MLB. Drafted NFL. Multiple sport professional athlete. I gotta give you a dude. That's credit. credit Can you get man. your voice up high like that again? No, I only do that sometimes. All right. All right, let's go to Steven. Steven and Lenexa. What's going on, Steven? Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year to you, brother. Hey, man, I, I just want to – I, I kind of had to take issue with Michael from Wichita, man. I think this is, this is real dangerous. I know those guys in the locker room are there to win championships, and they don't listen to all this stuff, but I think we're getting way overconfident. We – We've, we've beaten a bunch of tomato cans, and that's, and that's great, but we're going to face a guy that had the fourth greatest passing day in NFL history, and I, I think our fans are getting outside expectations of how this is going to go. This is the NFL, man. This is, this is the NFL. It stands, stands for winning, not for long. If we go in over uh, – our fan base goes in overconfident and thinks we're just going to roll these guys. I mean – Cincinnati's playing for a division championship, and they're one of the hottest teams in the league. So let's just let's just roll back all this, all this like we're just gonna roll over everybody, and they're gonna lay they're gonna lay down. We got a bunch of professionals in that locker room, and I'm sure they're gonna block block all that stuff out. But I really like to see the uh, to see the guys kind of bear down. Maybe the maybe the the receivers on offense so that are not named Hill or Kelsey. Just kind of really dominate the guy. That's the guys I want to see dominate is is the offensive guys that we haven't really heard from a lot a lot lately. I'd like to see a lot of domination from from those guys. I mean, I I, I just I where does this confidence from the fans come from? That's why I don't understand. Someone someone illuminate me. Someone give give me the magic answer. Or something, All right, man, something. I think Barbershop got an answer for you, but we appreciate it, Stephen. Thanks for the call, brother. Steve wants some enlightenment. Give him some enlightenment. Rafiki. Why, <laughs> Rafiki, why 
Uh, where's all this confidence coming from? Confidence is built by uh, the proof is in the pudding. When you do things consistently over and over again, when you talk about an eight-game winning streak where the defense has been very ding, con- ding, 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 consistently ding. holding people under 20 points, and then the offense is consistently putting up more than 20 points, when you look at that, that, that variance of how much you score and how much you allow, that's what gives um, the confidence going into this week because – when I look at the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm looking at a team that's almost the exact same team that we just played against. Great weapons at the receiver. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't think anybody would say they don't have great weapons. Najee Harris, uh, Claypool. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson. The, the weapons they got on offense, um, except for the quarterback is getting a little bit older. The, the, the deficit with the Pittsburgh Steelers was their offensive line couldn't, couldn't stand what our defensive line was doing. And this is the same thing we're seeing with the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Their offensive line is just not as good as our defensive line. So as long as our defensive line comes out with that attitude, that aggression um, that they've been playing with for the last eight weeks, I mean, it, it is what it is. You don't. It, the, 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 it's going. It's going to happen again. It, we're going. We're going to go out there and dictate the rules of engagement, and um, hopefully, no matter if it's at home or at the Bengals, mm-hmm. we're going. We're going to do something that I think we ain't did since uh, two, what, 1984. Winning Cincinnati, right? It's been been a very long time uh, since we've won a game at, at Cincinnati. So I think we're gonna uh, make sure that we we handle our business. Uh, but that's good, Steve. From Alexa, you want people to stay humble, stay hungry. But I don't I don't think the fan base being confident about what their team has been doing for the last eight weeks is going to um, prevent our team either way from going out there and taking care of business. Barbershop, I'm gonna he he mentioned one comment about tomato cans. Well, tomato cans. I know the comment, and no you know my argument against that is that there's never, ever, ever uh, an incident where any NFL team is that. But I will give you, I'll reel off. The Steelers we beat, still in the playoff hunt. Chargers we beat, still in the playoff hunt. Raiders we beat, still in the playoff hunt. Broncos we beat, likely not, but could. Cowboys leading their division. Raiders still in the playoff hunt. Packers, even though we didn't, they didn't have Aaron Rodgers. Still one of the best teams in the league and played us tough. The Giants are the last team and the only team we played that you could consider tomato can-ish if you want. But I still contend that no team in the NFL ever deserves that because on any given Sunday, you look at the Lions, you look at the Houston Texans, what they do us a favor last week with their win to put us in a position in the driver's seat to be the number one seed. Any given Sunday, he said that the NFL is not for long. On NFL also is any given Sunday, anything can happen, and the Chiefs have happened better than eight straight opponents going into this ninth one. That's the end of the second quarter and players only. We're at halftime. When we come back, we got more callers and a text line to tackle, and we're going to give the time all <coughs> time to you guys. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. All right, we're back. Halftime's over. Sean Barber, I'm Damon Hughes, and this is Players Only. Come to you each and every week, every Thursday during the Chiefs football season, and we're brought to you by our friends at U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. For all the listeners out there, we have decided that we're going to go two straight quarters of this show with the Times Yours segment. 
And we've got a lot of activity. We got Jamaican Ken, Dan, Jack, and Carolina Blue on hold. But Barbershop, I kind of feel like we need to tackle a couple of these text messages before we get to them. All right, let's start with the 816 shop. I'm a 610 junkie, and I've been since 2012. But you might be the first call in. Just as soon as I finish these last four deliveries for the people, I'm about to do it. Ha, ha, ha. That's my man. I don't know who it is, but anytime you show me some love on the radio, on the text line, I'm going to read it. So you start off with Barbershop. I'm going to give you all the love I can on the text line. Hopefully he calls in, let us know what he's feeling about the Chiefs and his upcoming game and how the season's going. All the positivity. I saw a text about my hometown. Somebody oh, said Lord. somebody was talking about my hometown of Bayonne, New Jersey. Bayonne. Shout out to Bayonne, New Jersey. Where is it? In the house. Jeez. I saw see I, I saw him talking about a jersey hanging up on the wall. Is it, how come there's no jerseys on the wall, Sal? <laughs> there you go. You don't even know that movie reference. Hey, come on, man. You definitely don't know that movie what? reference. That's the uh that's my man Spike Lee joint. What was it? Spike Lee, uh There you go. Yeah, From the 913, I've been in the, the gym at Bayonne High School and his jersey's on the wall. How come there's no pictures on the wall, Sal? There you go. You don't even know it. Mo better? No. No, forget it. You, school you, days? You're losing, your, <laughs> you're losing your black card. Your black card is revoked right at this point. What is it? I'm going to the, the phone line so I don't become more frustrated with your attempts. Jack me. from Blue Springs, what's going on? Jack, 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 your body, Jack, 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 Jack gone, going once, Jack, going twice, Jack got jacked, Carolina Blue from Jackson County, what's happening? Hey guys, how you doing? Um, so I just want to give uh, some props there, Sean. So Mike, the first guy that you guys talked to, the I think the first freaking word he said was respect, mm. and then big Jacks. He said something about respect earlier. Mm. And you know what? Most guys, when they look at guys like you. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. It's respect. You you got it. So when someone is dropping gems along the river for anyone to pick up along the radio waves, and it's just been busting me up for over an hour Mr. Barber, before I went to the barber, you said something. <laughs> and then now, after I've come home from the barber, you got the barber shop. So I'm just letting you know, I am on board with your theory about the 350 Hall of Fame. And if you take that clip where you said something about, well, the coach comes to you and says, hey, man, get your playbook. And then your your theory is, well, damn. Hey, boy, bring your, <laughs> bring your jacket. Bring that golden jacket and drop. And I was thinking, man, but at least give them guys the bust and maybe some photos or something. My you know, man, Carolina, Blue. Carolina Blue, we appreciate the call, man. That's good stuff. I like how he's giving you a shout-out, Barbershop. He even got your voice down. No, he don't. He got your voice down. He was like emulating Car- you. Hey, he knows I'm an MJ fan, though. He talking about a Carolina Blue. That's my that's my hometown right there. Not, not really, but we love Michael <laughs> Jordan. That's my number one NBA player. The GOAT of the GOATs. All right. We appreciate so. you, Carolina Blue. Jamaican Ken, there's your guy. That's my man, Jamaican, Jamaican Ken, Ken. What's up? From the Founders what? Club. What's happening? What's up, baby? I ain't got no jerk chicken for you, but uh, well, maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next time. Yes, sir. Hey, I, just want, I just want to shout out to you guys. You guys did an excellent job for 21, and I wish you all blessing for 22. 
So y'all did a good job. Keep Thank up you. With us for the game. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. And definitely you be blessed as well yeah, in the I new year. I'll give you a couple of things to kind of focus on. Uh, Orlando Brown need to protect my homes a little bit more better than that. All right. I want to talk about Pringles got his opportunity, did a good job. Yes, sir. Talk about Josh Gardner, good job in the ball. And last but not least, let's talk about Brady acting like a baby on the sideline. That's right. Acting like a baby. Baby Brady. <laughs> yep. We All appreciate right. you, Jamaican Ken. Yeah, not enough, not enough shine has been put on Tom Brady and his sideline antics. He gets, he's gotten a pass after pass after pass, and my gauge is if Patrick Mahomes did it. And I would say this, rewinding years back before Tom Brady was actually Tom Brady when he just had one and two Super Bowl appearances and et cetera. But that's a whole different topic that goes down a whole different lane if we start talking about Comparing apples to apples and who gets passes for doing what well, and who doesn't. Well, let me speak on Tom Brady real quick because my household, uh, we got some people in my household that actually likes Tom Brady, likes the way he plays and everything. So we have some some in-depth conversations about Tom Brady. We watched that game um, when he when he got goose-egged. Yep. Um, and, and there were some times where his receivers were getting, you know, he didn't like that his receivers getting hit in the legs. He says that, you know, his receiver got hurt and that, that that's, a, that's not a – the game should be played that way. And the conversation in my house was, if you showed Tom Brady film of his own Tampa, Tampa Bay defense hitting guys the exact same way, would he still have a problem with it? And the answer would be 100% no. Yeah. He, hey, man, what, the defense got to do what they got to do to get me the ball back. But when it comes to his receivers. Hypocrisy. Now he has a, a problem with the way he's hit because I know that that defense, the way their secondary, Winfield Jr. and those guys – Man, they, they, they take your knees out, your ankles. They hit you anywhere up, up in the head. Uh, man, those guys, Devontae Davis and White. Yep. Man, those guys. Here's the thing, though, Barbershop. It costs you money the higher you hit somebody on the body. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. I'm, I'm not saying that every NFL player is thinking that. But what I am saying is that if I'm a defensive back and you already took 10, 15, 25,000 from me because of a hit, that I started off in a legal position That's right. and the receiver dropped his head or the running back dropped his head or the quarterback dropped his head or the tight end lowered their body mm-hmm. and I got fined, I'm going after your knees and ankles every single time. I will not make any kind of qualms about it. it it's the name of the football game. Yes, as a wide receiver, I would have liked to get hit upper body rather than knees. I would say that now. Doctors, are, there's a whole bunch of orthopedic surgeons around the world that are there to reconstruct my knee. Mm. And as a player, I'm thinking, you can hit me up in my body. I'll take it. There's some smelling sauce on the sideline, ice bag, some Tylenol. I'm going to get back on this field. And But in this situation, right now, when you start taking money away, the NFL does it like it's Monopoly money. Mm-hmm. I'm going for your ankles and knees until the league changes their rules. And the last thing about that is if you look at that play, Tom Brady could have threw that ball lower and prevented Godwin from having to go up and get and expose himself. So instead sure. of him ex- ex- putting it on himself and saying, hey, man, I should have threw a better ball. I got to protect my wide receiver. He goes, like we said, baby Brady. He goes to whining about it because he, he – see, Tom is all about that chess game. Mm-hmm. He lays those little eggs and nuggets out there in social media and stuff because now he wants the refs to – 
pick it up, make calls, protect his guys, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like uh, Phil Jackson with the always, Bulls. Always, always. Trying to, there's always a method to the madness. All right, Dan from KC, we got you going. What's happening, Dan? Hey, Dan. Hi, Sean. I just got two uh, ringing for the Salvation Army. I do that every year when I'm not working and hand out. So I try to get back, you know, and text you. I don't know if you got my text, but that's okay. No, I talked to you about the Steers. It was a good defensive game. I just relaxed. It was 23 nothing. That flea flickered in full, full uh, Traverius Ward and that fourth down stop by uh, Melvin Ingram. That was something to see. Ever since Melvin Ingram came, guys, uh, uh, was it Jerry Riddies played a lot better. So what do you think about that? And my thoughts go out to uh, John man and then his family, you know, and uh, I like to talk to you about the Bengals. You know, the Bengals are good, you know. I think the Chiefs can put enough pressure on Burroughs. What do you think? Let's take care of the Bengals. Let's see the Dolphins pick. Take care of Pines, Coach, number one seat. Take care of yourself, guys. Thanks a lot, Dan. Man. Time was Time yours. Man. Damn, Great call. Energy. He brings that energy, man. He gets Ooh, you up. He's like, he's like a five-hour energy trapped in a Red Bull can. <laughs> I love it. man, Dan. Love it. All right, we got the text line. We got one more, Riley. We're going to get to you after the break, but we got the text line from the 816 Barbershop. You get your black car revoked. It's do the right thing, man. Oh, I'm what hurt. What did I say? You said every other Spike Lee I movie. Said you said Malcolm days. X. You said. I said school. <laughs> man. I said school days. <laughs> said, I don't even want to go through it no more because it's hurting my heart right now. Do the right it's thing. It's hurting my heart. I don't, right. Man, you ain't worried about your heart, sucker. It's hurting my heart, man. That's all right. Anyway, the text line. We got 816 talk about Derek Gore is about to go ham on these suckers next week. That's right. Just, I, I do like that. I like that. I like that take. I like Derek Gore. North it's, South it's Fantasy Football Championship North Week. South Who's going to have the guts? Who's going to have the guts to take Derek Gore and put him in the starting lineup? Billy Baber, we talking to you. My man Billy Baber's in the, in the, the neighborhood championship down there in, in Summerwood, and, and he's, uh, he's down on his running backs. He's got shambles. He got nothing in the pantry. <laughs> the running back position. Oh, he's got, all, oh man, he got his Marcus guys, Allen. His guys That's are what? beat up, man. His guys are beat up. They've been put on COVID. He, he got Greg Hill, man. He got he Larry is Johnson. Thin. Yeah. So Derek Gore and uh, one of those Philadelphia running backs. I think is gonna wait. He got Gaskin go. Howard. I think he's gonna oh, go with Philadelphia. Yeah. Howard. Well, good luck, Baber. Good luck, when we Baber. get back in the third quarter, when we come back, Riley, we're gonna tackle that, and then we're gonna talk about this Bengals matchup, keys to victory, what we see in this matchup. Let's remember. This is the first this is the first guaranteed playoff matchup. We've had several, no t- no tomato cans, but we've had several playoff matchups during this streak. This is the guaranteed playoff matchup and it's going to be a test for the Bengals. We'll talk about that next. This is Players Only with Dane and Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. Fourth quarter, players only, Barbershop, Sean Barber, and I am Danon Hughes, and we just got a few minutes left, but Riley has been waiting on the line. Man, we have gone through uncharted territories. We're going into three segments, and we're still in the <coughs> Time's Andre. Yours segment. Riley, we're going to give you some time. What's going on, Riley? Hey, what's going on, guys? <clears throat> Much love to the 610 family. Uh, Barbershop, I watched you on the field. Great man. Love what you did for us. Heard a lot of Fairweather fans today calling in, so I just want to say we went through every must-win scenario and got it done to the point of where we could actually drop one, but we won't. I'm going with that Sean Levine energy. We got, we're got we going to win out. We're going to roll through the playoffs. And, uh, Sean, I love you, but 
leave my my band my man Cedar alone. That's my guy right there. It's our no more Rafiki. He don't want no more Rafiki in. Hey man, you tell Cedar one thing. If he starts to open his, he has two ears and one mouth. So you're supposed to listen twice as much as you talk. The problem with Cedar, he talks so much. And then when I try to drop him some nuggets, you said you said you heard the listener, the caller calling. He said barbershop been dropping nuggets all day, dropping little nuggets. I even called in to Sean Levine during the midday and dropped some nuggets about my postseason bets. It's not about what I say, it's why did I say it. So sometimes C dots get caught up with the the, the the product. It's the process. The process is That's always what it is. greater than the product. That's what it is. It's the why. You gotta listen to the why. Thanks a lot, Riley. I, one thing I take away from Riley, he said he saw you play. So what is he trying to call me, old? I mean, Danny, it is what it is. You got Damn. grandkids, bro. I know, that's right. All right, y'all. Just like each and every each and every week, each and every segment brought to you by our friends at U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help. Turn it into your next pursuit. Barbershaw, we got a few minutes. We may have some uh, an opportunity to tackle some of these text lines. We got people from Jersey and all over. Trying to shed some light on us, but we got the Bengals to talk about. What do you think about this matchup this week? Man, again, I think I, I, I've kind of uh, mentioned it earlier a couple times. I, I do think the Bengals are just a, a repackage of the team we just saw. I mean, the quarterback position, I think, is a younger version of Ben Roethlisberger. I, I heard Coach Spaggs say that he thought he was a young Tom Brady. Uh, you know, Coach Spaggs is going to definitely – you're going to drown the opponent with compliments. Um, you're going to give him um, as many – as you can, but you're still trying to come and get that guy. The, the one thing that, um, un, unlike a Tom Brady, is he, he gets sacked so many times. He's waiting for that big play because he has so much faith in his receivers to get open down the field, and he hasn't, he hasn't really correlated the fact that his offensive line isn't good enough to allow the time for those receivers to get open down the field, and it's leading to sacks. Um, and, you know, when sacks come, sometimes strip balls, turnovers – Mentally, you start to rush, go through your reads a little bit quicker. Um, And I think that's the thing that's going to be a detriment to uh, Joe Barrows getting done what he needs to do. He's he's an awesome talent. Um, And then also we got Clyde Hilaire, Hilaire, who can give us some of the pointers. You know, he was in the locker room with him, so he can give us some of those inside pointers about things that uh, maybe Joe Barrows didn't like as much in college when you talk about whether uh, we're going to play zone or man or a little mix of each one, do a little hybrid, maybe – run a little zone and let it melt to a man. Um, we got some concepts that we do that are very unique that uh, he probably hasn't seen in a few weeks. So I believe our defense is going to definitely stay in the test. Uh, we, we always know we come with a, a mindset of doing what we got to do to get a win. And I think our team is going to, to Cincinnati with a, a, a business mentality. So I will say this. I'll start with the concerns I have in this game. Um, tall, rangy receivers that the Bengals have. All right. Th- Three men, Boyd, Higgins, and Chase, and mixing out of the backfield. To me, this team is very reminiscent of the 2018 Chiefs. Bursting on the scene with a young quarterback, some weapons on the outside, and basically keep their foot on the gas pedal all game long. Um, That can be a little scary. You look back at the Steelers games, they had – I want to say maybe five big plays in that game, the Steelers, if that, give or take one or two. And at least three or four of those five plays were high-pointed fade routes to taller receivers. So we have shorter defensive backs. So there's a concern there. Not saying that, I mean, obviously the Steelers didn't make a healthy dose of it or have a healthy dose of it, so they couldn't put in a winning 
performance with that, but that can be a concern. If you're Joe Burrow and you've seen our, our blitzes and our pressures, you're trying to get the ball out of your hands quick, one-on-one on the outside, taller receivers, our defensive backs, specifically our corners, are going to have to play. But I agree with you, Barbershop. They are 30th in the league in giving up sacks. Uh, this team, although Joe Burrow has done a nice job with 30-plus yard plays and 20-plus yard plays and leading the NFL and you know has distanced himself with big playability, their defense is uh, chock full of free agent defensive backs. They have of all their defensive backs on their on their two deep or, or I should say their active roster. Mm-hmm. They only have one that actually was drafted by the the team. So they have a bunch of retreads, although they're solid, a bunch of retreads in the back end that I think we can take advantage of. The main component that comes to mind when we're playing the Cincinnati Bengals, for me, is, and I'd say this about just about any team that plays against this Chiefs team. The last time we played them was 2018. Patrick Mahomes threw for four touchdowns. It was Andy Reid's 200th victory. When you don't play a team every year like the Chiefs, if you don't play them every year, you have problems. Because what you see on film is not what you see on the field. What you experience is not what you're going to equate to on your game plan and in practice. They don't have anybody that can match up that way. That makes it tough. That's why the Chiefs won the NFC East this year. That's why they beat teams that they only play once in a while. Because you cannot quantify the speed, athleticism, creativity, uh, and all the nuances of this offense by only watching film and not experiencing it once or twice a year. I got the Chiefs 38-35 in a close matchup at Paul Brown Stadium, and we will have our ninth win in a row. For all the listeners, all the callers, thank you so much. The text messengers as well. Have a blessed, safe, and happy New Year's, and we'll come back to you next week, hopefully with the ninth win. I'm going to go with Happy New Year, y'all. Peace. This is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.